Ignore the potato crap-like quality of this recording. I am in the car at my real-life job, but I wanted to throw a little update up here. It's been a little bit since our last recording. A couple things I wanted to talk about. First off, technical-wise, I wanted to kind of uh, address the elephant in the room of the last couple of podcasts. The audio was crap. I figured it out. Uh, and I am pretty positive I have figured out the issue. Um, I believe I had my mic setting incorrect, and uh, we now are going to try to do that a little differently next time. Um, So I do apologize about that. But also, I wanted to come on here and sort of just do a almost like a stream of consciousness sort of thing. I've thought about doing this on the show uh, for a while, and I figured today would be a good time to jump on board on this um, and just sort of give my sort of individual thoughts on what's going on in the business over the last uh, what has been two weeks. Um, First and foremost, I want to say that man, there has been a lot of polarity almost more than usual Over the last couple of days, especially since last week's dynamite, it feels like where, uh, it's, it's fascinating to me. And it really is an ultimate point of what I'm sort of, uh, noticing about the business, which is, man, the fans are as fickle as fucking ever. And obviously I love you people listening to this podcast. So I'm not talking about people individually, But it really is interesting to me. And I think what I maybe do that others don't is perspective. I try to look at everything under the right lens because wrestling's a weird art form. It's a weird form of entertainment. It's just a a very in and of itself sort of industry. And because of that, it's very hard for... uh, people to really wrap their heads around things quite often. And I think a great example is how AEW has dealt with uh, storylines and really more than anything lately, uh, debuts. Because a lot of what I see online is a lot of hatred about how AEW has dealt with bringing new people in versus the belief that they're not pushing their homegrown guys enough. And I will admit that they're really tiptoeing the line right now of everyone being lost in the shuffle. That's just the nature of having a huge roster. Uh, And WWE is the worst about it, by the way. Uh, Just, again, by nature. When you have the largest company and the largest roster on the planet, not everyone's going to get featured. And a lot of people are upset with AEW doing so because to everyone's critical credit, though, uh, AEW did sort of market itself at the beginning as the anti all that, right? Uh, We're not going to just sign XWWE talent. That was the famous quote, which, you know, okay, yeah, they've went back on that. Uh, But I would like to argue sort of for that here in a second. And really, this rambling gets down to this simple point. I think people have lost 
they have lost sight of the fact that just even three years ago, okay, all I heard online was, man, if there was just a real competitor to Vince, the products would get better. Man, I wish the New Japan work, the Ring of Honor work was on worldwide national uh, television and it was accessible. Those same people are the same people that want to go online and criticize everything AEW does. Am I sitting here saying AEW is perfect? No. If you go back on the podcast, I've been fairly critical of this company, especially the last few months and especially uh, pre and right after Revolution. Those were not good shows. They were lost in the, the weeds. I'll admit that. But I think it's asinine for people to just be overly critical of everything. And the major thing that I really am sick of is overall, and this even goes for people with WWE, the first night of an angle, you shit on it. To me, that's just not fair. You got to give things time to breathe. And I understand, especially people that are my age, you've seen WWE fail on a consistent basis. I understand why you're cynical. But I do believe we also owe it to the business in a lot of ways to give it a chance. And, and I'll give you this, this example. Anyone that was around in 1990 when the Undertaker gimmick came out, okay? that was any sort of like adult age range, if you hear them talk about it, they'll tell you, well, I thought it was the stupidest thing I'd ever fucking heard of. A zombie and a dead guy walking around? Think about that. That could have shit the bed so fast. And here's the difference. Back then, there wasn't an internet. Back then, people were forced to deal with what they were given with. And instead of the smarky, I could do better attitude that a lot of wrestling fans have in, I'll say it, I'll admit right off the bat, I've been guilty of it myself. But over the last especially couple of months, but I've really uh, started to think about it in the last year with the pandemic and really having nothing else to do other than that and work, uh, I've started to try to be a little more open-minded because I don't want to be that old guy that shits on wrestling. I think that's not cool. That that No one needs that. You know what I mean? No one needs to hear that. There's plenty of people online that are shitting on the current day of the business. And there's plenty to shit on, okay? But I don't want to be that guy. I want to be a guy that's critical, but I want to be a guy that looks at things in, under a different lens and, and try to give things an opportunity. And so when I see people, and specifically what I'm mentioning, of course, is the uh, debut of Malachi Black, formerly known as Aleister Black, so much negativity, so much, oh, here's another WWE guy. And I want to bring up this. And somebody on Reddit found a beautiful post from the 90s on uh, an old message board. And I was dated around 90, somewhere in 97 was when this post was, was put up where a guy said straight up, oh, man, look at all these. WCW, or, or was old, these old WWF guys going to WCW, oh my god, what are they doing? And this guy responded and was like, 
why are we thinking of it in terms of ex-anybodies? And this is a guy from 97 bitching about it. So I just want people to realize that this is you're not special with your mentality, okay? This has been a mentality that has been around for a long time. And I think that proves that the business survives, okay? Whether you're an ex-WWE guy going to fucking WCW, whatever it is, okay? The business survives, you know? WWF didn't go out of business. WCW did. Uh, that was a whole other conversation about mismanagement, in my view. I don't think that had anything to do with who worked there when, uh, but that's food for thought, you know, for, for a lot of these people that, and I find it online, these, these pseudo gurus of wrestling and it, and it fascinates me. It's like, you know, how long have you been watching? Right. You know, just it's history in general, to be honest. Uh, too many people don't look at history and learn from it. They, uh, look at it and mostly ignore it. And, uh, that, that's been kind of jabbing me you know in the craw quite a bit lately because man be aware of what we've got you know this is a very awesome time for the business we've got more wrestling on tv than i really can remember since again the 90s you know um and yeah i see so much negativity and i get it you know i get that uh quantity doesn't mean quality. And I agree with that. But I also think that far too often in the wrestling fandom, people are looking at, at two, they're, they're counting hair. They're pulling. Basically, I'm trying to get my metaphors together, as you can tell. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're breaking hairs here. And I think that's absurd. You know, uh, I think what we need to be doing right now is supporting the business, trying to help it grow. Uh, because if we don't get out of this million slash, you know, at most anymore, two million for WWE viewers a show range, the business won't go big. It won't get bigger because it'll just be full of a bunch of negative assholes, to be really frank. And the more that people try to look into wrestling and they get interested in it, they get turned away by the shitty fans. And that, that saddens me because, you know, when I started my journey in wrestling, especially, uh, on the internet, you know, that, that was not part of it. It was a much more, uh, positive environment than it is now. Now it's just two WWE versus AEW or, you know, the, the overly, um, you know, woke to, for lack of a better term, fans that go, well, if it's not in Japan or the Indies, I don't watch it at all. You know, you all are at fault. <laughs> you know, it's not, um, it's not an original thought that you're Mr. AEW or you're Mr. WWE. Be Mr. Wrestling. That's what's going to help the business, including the company that you you are for. So, uh, and that was mainly a reason why I really quit even commenting on Raw or SmackDown because I found myself being overly negative about it. And while that can be entertaining at times, I didn't want this podcast to become me bitching about the business because, again, as I said, uh, you know. 
that is on plenty of other podcasts, right? Uh, and, and a podcast that really motivated me to sort of look at things that way was actually the Fightful dot com guys because i really enjoy their work i i like their angle on things they don't shit on things to shit on them they're critical but they're also i would say mainly positive about the business and you know it really made me think because they spent the majority of their dynamite review last week putting over how great it is that tommy n slash Malachi Black is in AEW, and you didn't hear this. Well, we're getting too many WWE guys in there, and it was refreshing to hear. It really was. Uh, so I, I really thought that it was important for me to go on here and throw a little quick thing out there. Also, it, it puts content on the feed here, and that's what I'm all about. I definitely want to uh, be a lot more active on this thing. Uh, I am planning to record with Carrie tonight. Don't know when that will be up. Probably tomorrow, so probably the 14th, because um, there's a lot to talk about. And Carrie is a very great wife that uh, stomachs all the shitty wrestling on the planet. Uh, and I mean all the shitty wrestling on the planet. Um, so, yeah, uh, with that, I think I'm going to end this little ditty here. And, uh, yeah, I, I want to thank you guys too, because the podcast is, is really starting to find an audience and gaining a little bit of ground. And, uh, I'm thrilled, you know, I, I honestly started this thing, uh, just in hopes of having something to do to be perfectly honest, to help my mental health and help where I was at at the time. Uh, at the time work was not the best. I was in a, uh, situation, um, financially that wasn't great. And instead of focusing on the negatives, I wanted to do something that made me feel better uh, about myself and about my situation. And, uh, you know, I've always loved to podcast. Uh, you know, a few people will know that I did podcasts, you know, years and years ago. God, I'm talking, you know, about 10, 10 or so years ago uh, and, and fell out of that due to, again, personal problems. And I thought, you know... I should jump on this, you know, wrestling is, is really heating up and that's always been my passion. Uh, you know, my wife will tell you, uh, that I watch wrestling literally all the time. And if I'm not watching it, I'm reading about it. I'm on Instagram looking at stuff. Uh, I just love it. And, you know, I just kind of came to the realization that, Hey, you know, everyone and their mother has a fucking wrestling podcast or podcasts in general. Why shouldn't I? And uh, upgraded our equipment. We've got a way better uh, in-house audio setup. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier on this thing, you know, we're getting to figure out the call quality and we're, we're going to improve that. So that will get better with Andy uh, in his remote area. Uh, I also have things in the works. I'm not going to uh, say them in case they fall through uh, with other uh, buddies of mine from years ago and currently that are willing uh, to get on the podcast. And I want different perspectives. Um, you know, I want my buddy uh, Gabe from back home. I'm talking way back in the day. He said that he would like to be on. I would love to have him on. Uh, a couple other buddies that are, that are into wrestling. And I think that that would be fun. 
You know, I want to make this thing something that people can listen to and not go, oh, here we go again with the negativity. I want you guys to enjoy yourself and also be entertained. You know what I mean? Uh, so with that, uh, it's about time to me, for me to go back and uh, do boring real world stuff. So with that, I will be off. And uh, again, I, I thank you guys. And uh, I will have a full in-depth wrestling podcast up here on the feed shortly. Thank you.